Welcome. I am so glad that you are here today. I am super excited to talk about something that I think is really, really cool. So I want to talk about very, very tiny things. Not your kitten, not the baby tortoise that you might have found in your backyard if you happen to be living in Mesa, Arizona and have recently bought a house with a bunch of tortoises, like my daughter did, but things even tinier than that. What are things really made out of at a very, very tiny scale? I happen to love physics, but don't freak out about that word. I know some people get really... Um, I don't know, nervous, maybe feeling like, oh, those are things that I can't understand. That's really hard. This is going to be a really simple peek into really tiny things. So in high school chemistry and physics, classes that you may or may not have loved, hated, avoided, taken, majored in in college, I don't know. I don't know how you felt about them, but... Maybe you remember discussions of molecules and atoms. We're going to go even smaller than that. So just to sort of take us from the world that we live in today down to the tiny world that we're going to be talking about today, I want to say, let's go down to, um, you've got your table maybe that you're sitting in front of or the steering wheel of your car. And when you get down really small, there are molecules that it's made out of. And you might remember that molecules are made out of atoms and atoms have, um, in a really simple model, there's the nucleus of the atom in the middle. And then there are electrons on the outside of the atom. And in a really simple model, those electrons are like orbiting the nucleus, kind of the way that the earth orbits the sun. That model isn't actually accurate, just for the record, but that's the really simple model that we're taught just to help us sort of be able to visualize what's going on inside of an atom. So you've got electrons going around the nucleus of the atom, and you've got the nucleus in the middle. What are those electrons and the nucleus made out of? Well, when we get down to things that are this small, we call them subatomic. Subatomic because sub means lower than or smaller than, and atomic means the atom. So smaller than an atom is subatomic. Those particles are divided into two categories. There are just for all intents and purposes, two categories of particles that are smaller than an atom. And these are really cool and really easy to remember. They're so cool because they help make sense of the things around us and the different types of experiences that we have in the world. I think you are going to find this so amazing. Here's an easy way to remember the first type of subatomic particle. They're called fermions. Fermions. It's F-E-R-M-I-O-N-S, if it's plural, fermions. And fermions make up everything that you can touch, every solid object. So you, your desk, milk, the air that you breathe, the trees, water, your eyeballs, your intestines. If you can touch it, bump into it, uh, move it around, then it is made out of fermions. Fermions are firm. They're things you can touch. You can bump them and move them aside. 
Um, that's not actually where the name fermion comes from. A uh, scientist named Paul Dirac named them after another scientist or mathematician, Enrico Fermi. But you don't need to worry about that. Um, <laughs> just remember that fermions are firm. Anything you can touch is made out of a fermion. The reason that you can touch them, bump them, move them out of the way, things like that, is because they follow a law or a principle called the Pauli exclusion principle, which is just a fancy way to say that they're solid. Um, and it means that you can never have two of them in the same place at the same time. So we all know this. We all know that you and your wall cannot be in the same place at the same time. And if you run at the wall really fast, unless it's on platform nine and three quarters, you're going to bump into it and you're not, you're not going to go through it. You can't be in the same place as another fermion at the same time. So you and all those other fermions, you got to make space for each other. So you literally take up space. So what about platform nine and three quarters? What was that made out of? Um, apparently bosons. So bosons make up things that you can't touch or that you, that don't obey the Pauli exclusion principle. Bosons make up things that you cannot touch. These particles carry forces, and the most familiar example, the one that you see literally all day around you, is light. Light does not take up space. Um, you don't bump into light. You're, you're not going to turn on your light bulb and have it you know, hit you with a punch that knocks you backwards. Light is a force-carrying particle, sometimes a wave, sometimes a particle, or we could say always both a wave and a particle. Bosons don't obey the Pauli exclusion principle, so light can be in the same space as other light. And it you don't touch it. You might feel warm from sunlight. It's carrying energy, but it's not going to literally knock you over. Another boson is called a gluon. I love the name gluon because Unlike fermion, which I remember because it helps me remember that fermions are firm, gluons were literally named gluons because they glue stuff on. Um, so <laughs> I, I think it's kind of hilarious, but they're called gluons. They're a force that glues stuff together really tightly. And I don't mean like Elmer's glue. I don't even mean like super glue or gorilla glue. Personally, I'm a fan of gorilla glue, but Gorilla glue is actually made out of fermions. Gluons glue together the nucleus of the atom. So this is the force that holds that nucleus together really, really tightly together. And you might remember what happens if you split an atom apart. If you split apart the nucleus of an atom that's held together by gluons, there's so much force in those gluons gluing them together that you cause a nuclear explosion if you split them apart. That's how strong those gluons are. So I think it's hilarious that they're named gluons because they literally glue stuff on, meaning the nucleus of the atom. Um, there are a couple of other bosons besides photons and gluons, but they, they carry forces. So there's your two subatomic particles. 
you now know about the only two, for the most part, categories of subatomic particles as far as we know in the universe. There's fermions, make stuff firm, and there's bosons, carries a force. There you have it. Everything in the universe, all summed up in just a few minutes. Now I'm going to say one thing. There is a force that we're all really familiar with that as far as we know so far is not made out of gluons. And I'm just going to let you think for just a minute. What force do you know of? What force are you the most familiar with? What force uh, literally smacks you in the face when you trip and fall? Gravity. Gravity is a crazy force, and it's one that scientists are still trying to understand better. So maybe we'll talk about gravity at another time. There's a lot to say about it, but for today, I hope you had a blast learning about fermions that make everything firm, everything that you know of. It obeys the Pauli exclusion principle. It means you can't be in the same place at the same time. When you run into the wall, you smack it. And bosons that make up things that you can't touch, they make up forces, they glue stuff together, they carry forces like photons, they carry the electromagnetic force, and gluons, they glue the nucleus together. It has been so fun talking to you about this. I hope that you enjoy learning a little bit more about the universe around you. Have a great day. <laughs>